You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. There, Luke, or it's a, okay, well, I don't know if it matters, but it's a horseshoe periscope there. Um, I don't know if you see that up there. So uh, I guess the Colts fans over on uh, Twitter are going to be getting us instead of the Bronco fans, but that's okay. But welcome in, everyone. Hopefully everyone's doing well. This is uh, a Saturday, I think. Uh, I went into work today for an episode of Mile High Insiders. It is hotter than heck here and only going to get hotter. And I'm uh, coming at you from my office where uh, it's probably 85 degrees in here. So if I have a heat stroke, the show must go on. Uh, John will hop on. Luke will keep going. But uh, Luke, how you doing? You said you're getting some rain. It's crazy, man. It's like we swapped weather for a day, Seattle and Denver. It's a rainy day here in the Mile High City, but we'll take it. You know, those wildfires, that's usually the theme here of Colorado in the summer. But yeah, rainy. Uh, We got some hail. I think John and I were talking about that. And it's just, it's kind of crazy for June weather, especially with July right around the corner, man. So I don't know. Seattle, Denver, possible trades. We're going to talk about Broncos, Packers, potential trade. Uh, so yeah, speaking of trade and weather, there we go. Yeah, man, it is it is hot here and only get hotter. So hopefully everybody out there with pets of the people temporarily uh, without houses are uh, or temporarily homeless are uh, doing fine. But man, it's hot here, so we'll probably keep it a little bit short here, and I'll try not to get too ornery or too heated under the collar with uh, the comments and the stuff today. But uh, let's get it going. Yeah, this is Mile High Insiders. Welcome in everybody. Saturday nights at six o'clock mountain time i am one of your co-hosts nick kendall along with my good friend luke patterson you can find luke on twitter at luke patterson lp you can find myself at twitter at nick kendall mhh also while you guys over are over on twitter go follow us at mhi underscore pod as well as the mothership at mile high huddle and uh guys this show wouldn't be nearly as good or as fun or just all of the above uh, without John uh, working the show in the background. So shout out to John. You guys know you You guys know him. You love him. Buona Beast. He's rocking the crazy horse today, which you love. I know he's got to be jonesing about the uh, that announcement for the retro uniform helmets. So that's great. Um, follow mm. him on Twitter at John K M H H. Um, guys, if you're joining us on Facebook today, please, first off, click those thumbs up uh, where they're coming in right now. But we'd appreciate more and more. Um, and that's something you guys can do. That's totally free while you're over on Facebook, please facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod, as well as facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle. Uh, go to both subscribe to both. You'll help us a heck of a lot. Uh, make sure you go to huddle up pod.com, uh, to get your swag on. We have our Colorado hats on today at the mile high insiders got the, the rockin' logo there. None, none else that I'll like there. I wish the Colorado, I love the Colorado flag. I love the state of Colorado. Why does it have to look like a get the gosh darn Cubs logo? It kills me. I hate What's the What's the Cubs. matter with you? What's the matter with the you? Cubs. Get out of here, man. Let's cut this man off, John. Cut this man off. No, go get you a hat. They're fresh. Yeah. You know, Nick's got a couple of hats. He's not quite sure where his allegiance truly lies, but my high huddle. Nonetheless, you can grab your Number hoodie. One. I know it's kind of weird. I feel like an idiot wearing a hoodie right now in June, oh but it's raining right now, so I'm going to do it. And uh, I'm at home, so I can do whatever I want. But this is huddleuppod.com. Get your swag on. Grab yourself a gator, a mug. Uh, there's some baby gear for your kids. Subscribe, mm-hmm. like, and share. Thank you guys for joining us. And Nick, I want to say what's up to some of the homies here following yeah, us. Our great Super Chat superstars. I see Dylan, Mike, uh, Joseph's in the house. Dylan was saying those fires are out there in NorCal too. So we got to thoughts and prayers to California and everybody. Yeah, in this crazy world. Mike S., I see you. Young Hog, how are you? Uh, Gary Leeds Palmer, what's going on, buddy? Hello, Broncos country. Denver Broncos for life. Hashtag state of being. I absolutely love it. It's cool to see familiar faces, Nick. It's awesome when we get some new folks because, as you know, and something I will continue to say until they put me in the grave, Diamond Rattler, what's up? Uh, Bob Skinner, how are you? Time is the most valuable thing in our lives, and we appreciate your time tonight here on MHI. That being said, Nick, let's get right to it because I can see some uh, see some the chats already going with it, man. Aaron Rodgers talk. I'm trying to, you know, we got to talk Drew and Teddy, but Aaron Rodgers, he's just in our minds constantly. He lives there. He haunts us. Uh, we have nightmares about Aaron Rodgers. We have fantasies about Aaron Rodgers. But John Clayton recently wrote an article for 1043thefan.com, denverfan.com, and he had suggested that Rodgers, much like the rest of NFL players, 
have the right to opt out. Now, those opt-out decisions will be made as early as next week, specifically July 2nd. So that's going to be next Friday. And players would opt out of the 2021 season for obvious concerns, those same sort of concerns as last year. Different circumstances, though, I think, with pay and things like that. But um, it's, it's basically a theory that and an option, a realistic option that – Aaron Rodgers could take. You've heard other quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson in that same sort of scenario. Nick, your initial reaction uh, when I say Aaron Rodgers' potential opt-out? I think it's not super likely, but it is another card that he has that he can play if he has to. And Dale coming in here, I hope you're staying cool. And hopefully you have one of the few people who has an air conditioning out here um, saying, what's up, my boys? My wife's the biggest Denver fan. Sounds like you got a smart woman there. Um, In the country, we live in Washington State. I'm a Seattle fan, first-time watcher. Uh, I'll have to get myself to a Seahawks game. It looks like a fun stadium. I've been to a Mariners game, and it's a good time. Um, But as far as as Rodgers opting out, um, you know, if if he feels like he has to do it, that's that it is what it is. I could see him totally going that route. I think it's still unlikely, but if you know, if it's one more piece of leverage that he can play with, then I don't see why he wouldn't at least bring it up and uh, show the Packers that like, Hey, if you don't get movement here, if I don't get like in writing that this is going to happen, I'm opting out and uh, good luck with all the money that you're going to collect off of me, off of me for not showing up. It's, you know, suck it, I guess, is what Rodgers could say. <laughs> Something I think Aaron Rodgers would say. I like that because uh, Rodgers is a stickler. And as Diamond Rattler points out, if Aaron Rodgers opts out, that'd be a savage move by him. Uh, though, though, doesn't his contract with Green Bay just get delayed by a year? That is absolutely correct. So there have also been theories out there suggesting that the Packers could promise to trade him after the end of the season something that seems a little outlandish and I don't know that Aaron Rodgers would be happy to admit that he was wrong and come back and play it doesn't seem like something Aaron Rodgers would do no. uh, so we're gonna get into it six o'clock here on MHI we appreciate everybody being here Cobra Commander how are you he's saying guys I was in Bavaria all week and even went into Austria. It was awesome. Cobra Commander mm. bringing some of that Bronco orange all over the world. Uh, appreciate you joining MHI tonight. That's awesome. See Prost. Zebulon, Zebulon here. Higher learnings. Uh, here we go. Aaron Rodgers. He's not high risk as far as I know. He wouldn't get paid opting out. So Zebulon brings up a good subject, and that's Aaron Rodgers' money. Nick. Um, some people suggest that. If he opts out and if he's already staying away from mandatory minicamp, he's already losing money. And John Clayton wrote a terrific piece on denverfan.com, and uh, you guys can find all of his work over there. That work suggested Aaron Rodgers could learn lose X amount of money, right? And X amount of money is a big money for Aaron Rodgers, you and me. Does that matter to Aaron at this point? He's collected a ton of cash throughout his life. He's still collecting cash. Uh, the guy knows how to make money. He's a great businessman. Do you think Aaron Rodgers flinches because of his potential loss of salary with the Green Bay Packers by staying away? I mean, it definitely is something that he would rather not have happen, right? Like he'd rather make more money, but uh, he's made a lot. He's got his sponsorships also that makes him a good chunk of money. And uh, also he is his fiance. He's got that Hollywood money too. So, you know, he's going to be okay if he steps out. I'm not sure if he... So we're talking about like uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't um, I think it was Zebulon saying that uh, he's not high risks, um, so he wouldn't get paid for opting out. But I do think that because he while he wouldn't get paid for opting out, he's also not going to be fined and lose all that money that he has to give back to the Packers uh, for doing so. While he's not going to get that money from the league for the opting out, it means he could save what I think it was like 30 million or something that the Packers. Yeah, would get so I opt out. So that's what it's about. It's not about the money from the league, which is you know, not big for a starting quarterback, but the amount of money that he'd have to give back to the Packers, he wouldn't have to. Yeah. So some house housekeeping, the article was loading when I was flapping my gums. So per John Clayton, uh, hall of fame writer, he's already lost 93,000 in fines for skipping minicamp. Missing the season could cost him his $14.7 million base salary. The Packers could ask him to repay the 11.5 million proration of his signing bonus. So, that would mean he'd lose a 6.8 million roster bonus. He would also be fined the 2.05 million for missing training camp. He's already lost the $500,000 workout bonus. When you total all of that up, Nick, he stands to lose 
that's a chunk of, that's a big chunk of change. A whole lot of money. If you're Antonio Brown, yeah. right? Um, man, that, that's absolutely crazy. So if he does opt out, everything moves into next year, he'd get paid the 150,000 for the 2021 season. And the man still hosts jeopardy. Do not forget that folks. In case you did. Sure. Yeah. We got Jay coming in here saying, uh, I'm sure he's going to threaten green Bay with an opt out. Maybe something will happen this week. I still don't think it's Denver. Uh, it might not be Denver, but uh, if Aaron Rodgers is available, the Broncos are going to be aggressive. And uh, no, what's the matter it, with you, Jay? Why wouldn't it be Denver? I think he's just trying to uh, simmer expectations so he doesn't get hurt. Right. Like, why, all are, the, you, why are you being reasonable, Jay? Why are you being <laughs> reasonable? How dare you? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. It's We'll see what happens here with Rodgers. Um, but either way, the Broncos are Bridgewater lock, which is fine, hopefully. We'll see. Or they bring in Rodgers. Um, so I'm fine with talking about it. I know some people are like, oh, why are you talking about Rodgers? Talk about Bridgewater lock. We talked about them, um, but this is some new information and new chips for Rodgers, uh, the Rodgers saga that might be interesting. And it's pertinent. I mean, it really is pertinent. Um, Stuart McNair coming in here saying, good evening, guys. I'd rather keep our roster as is than going after Rodgers, giving up those picks and no guarantee of a championship because we're in the same division as Mahomes. It would be like a temporary Band-Aid on something that requires stitches. Ooh. Stuart, <laughs> right now we're bleeding anyway, and this is an offense and a team that is ready to go. I mean, it's a pilot without a plane right now. So uh, if you can get in there and bring in the quarterback, I think you have to at least look at it. And uh, uh, ideally, you draft a quarterback and he ends up being like you, you draft a Russell Wilson type, right? Third round, um, and then he ends up being a top five quarterback in the league for years and years. You're paying him nothing. You win a championship when he's on his rookie deal, et cetera, et cetera. But that's exceedingly hard. You know, that's like, oh, all I need to do is win the lottery. Then I'll be fine. Like, okay, cool. Go plan on that. Um, speaking of plans, thank, thank goodness. Muhammad Badri, love you, buddy. Coming in, $3, the smooth killer and brawn in the house. Thank you so much, Muhammad, the uh, king of the super stickers, and hope Malik is doing well. Um, we appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, so, Thanks, Mo. Appreciate I, you, buddy. I, I, I appreciate what you, where you're getting at here, Stuart uh, McNair, but this team is outside of the quarterback position, good to go. And there is no such thing as a perfect roster. I think like some people like, Oh, the Broncos need better linebackers before they make a trade or their offensive line is still not good enough. This Broncos offensive line on paper is better than any single one. Peyton Manning had his entire time in Denver. The weapons are equivalent. I would say close to equivalent to what any time you've had. And the defense is as good as any year besides 2015. I would say, obviously that's a historic defense. So, uh, you know, if you have a chance to go get him, go get him, you know? And if that means, Oh, you only have four or five years of being great. That beats four or five years of sucking that we've had the last five years. So I say go get him if he's available. Sorry, I'm hot. I'm feeling no, not today. even not, not even not even sucking, man, but just being boring. And Nick, I'm going to be honest here. I am so sick of the offensive line excuse. The offensive line is good. They're not only good on paper. I think they're they're actually legitimate. And when you look at Drew Locke and how long it takes him to pass the ball, the average time two point four seconds in the NFL. Drew four point oh. All right. Four seconds with Drew Locke, man. It's yep. it's near last in the NFL. It's him. He hangs onto the ball too long. So if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you go get it. The Broncos, they have never drafted a quarterback, folks. They haven't done it. I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying that they haven't. So if that means repeating a quirky, weird, bizarre, let's capture lightning in a bottle for one or two years, yes, let's do it. Because, Nick, the Broncos haven't even sucked. They've been irrelevant and boring. And that's what's really, really bad. When you've got the bare minimum for primetime games for the Denver Broncos, that's something that we have hardly experienced in our lifetimes, Nick. Yeah. And it's embarrassing and it pisses me off because the Broncos are a much better organization than the last three or four years. So, Nick, I would take it. I would give anything and everything away for one or three years of making a, a run with old man Rodgers. Okay, well... I'm going to have to be the boring, uh, realistic one here. Everything, maybe not everything. There's there's a point where it's probably too much for a 37-year-old who, quarterback. Who, who's safe? Uh, who's safe? Not draft capital. I just want to know player-wise. Who would you mm. say is is safe? Because Garrett Bowles, I, sure. I would get you finally lock that up, right? Would you? I wouldn't trade Garrett Bowles right now. Uh, logistically speaking, it would not make sense to pay anybody or trade anybody who's recently got paid given the massive dead cap hit that would happen if you traded them. So that includes True. a Garrett Bowles. Uh, that includes also a Justin Simmons, um, because you're going to be just loaded with dead cap moving on from them. Um, so, uh, 
those are the guys. And I, there is not nobody I wouldn't trade, but I'm not trading Noah Fant, Bradley Chubb, uh, Jerry Judy, um, one of our young interior offensive linemen and three first round picks for, and, and Patrick Sertan for um, Aaron no, Rodgers. Right? I'm there, not trading Patrick Sertan, but if, if you traded Noah Fant, <laughs> just to play devil's advocate, bless you. If you just want to play devil's advocate, you got Alberto, right? Say what you want about him, not no event, but you yeah. do have a body there. You've got some more young guys in the room. I get it. It's not an established position. You're finally figuring it out. You've got a gem and a tight end. The tight end, I think, who could eventually be better than Darren Waller. I really do. I, I've been completely wrong about Noah Fant. I'll continue to eat that crow. Uh, yeah. He's got that talent, Nick, so I hear you. That's going to hurt. But you still would have an Alberto. You would also have a Tim Patrick if Jerry Judy is gone. You do have a Cortland Sutton. I think potentially the Broncos want to move towards Jerry Judy. I don't know if they're going to pay Cortland Sutton. That's pure speculation, nothing I'm hearing or anything like that. But I yeah. just know how much they love Jerry Judy, Nick. It's hard. It's hard to, and everyone has their limits. And I see it here in the chat line. They're echoing your point. I'm not sure George Payton is going to, you know, give up the hall. And yeah. George Payton's a stickler, man. And I like that with the new GM. He's putting together a good roster. So it could be a shame if he puts together this roster and then has to deal a chunk of it away for one man. Yeah. And the thing also with, and a lot of people don't, I think appreciate this as enough as a, if you're trading first round picks, they're going to be later in the draft. You're probably talking at the earliest 20, like something goes wrong uh, and you lose a playoff game early. Okay. 20th pick, or I guess it would be 22nd pick these days for no, no 20th for a team making the playoffs, but either way um, that's not the same as drafting in the top 10. So that's valuable. Also these draft picks, a majority of them, their rookie year, their second year, even, you know, we've seen it with Noah Fant, uh, Garrett Bowles and their first round picks, but they still took two, three years to really get their footing. So right. you, you definitely are um, taking away from your team 2024, 2025 a bit when you're moving those first round picks, mm -hmm. but you are, you immediately enter a championship window as soon as you add Aaron Rodgers to this roster. So you have to, I mean, you have to think that's, that's worth it. Like, would you, okay. Like this is obviously hindsight, but like looking back, there were people arguing like, oh man, the Broncos shouldn't bring in Peyton Manning. We don't want to give up the future of Tim Tebow. He's going to be great. Okay. How do you look? How are you looking right now with that? They're looking really good. Nick, they're looking really good in their Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> Tebow jersey. What is, it, what is it? 80 something? I mean, good Lord folks. You're yeah. exactly right though. You're exactly right. I mean, it's. It's you got to really look. You got to look at it. You got to explore it. And I see it. People are saying, look, man, Jay. Jay was the one saying Peyton's not going to give up the farm. And I think you could be right. I mean, it's it's tough because everyone wants an Aaron Rodgers. Who doesn't want an Aaron Rodgers right now? And uh, that's something that Michael on Facebook is echoing, saying, I will take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. Thank you so much for joining us, Michael, on Facebook. We, we really, really appreciate that. And our guy, Charlie Beagle, is in the house. What's up, Charlie? Hope you're having a great start to your summer. Manning didn't cost anything as a free agent. But, Charlie, you got to think about this. Nick's echoing the point. Tim Tebow and the Tebow lovers and Tebow's run and whatever, what have you, that was going on thick. And then Peyton Manning gets cut loose. He's a free agent. I think that's about the only guy. John Elway could have uh, really transitioned away from Nick due to the popularity of one Tim Tebow, not necessarily from Broncos country. I would just say from college football fans. I know a lot of people became Broncos fans because of Tim Tebow and his popularity. So for me, it's an easy decision when you're John Elway and you want to transition from a hot fad and a good guy to a goat and a hall of famer and Peyton Manning. Yeah. And I appreciate you calling it a false equivalency, Charlie, but is there even an equivalency at all? If you're starting to tear down those variables to the spe specificity of this situation, we've never seen a team trade a reigning MVP. How often does a quarterback who's going to end up a first ballot hall of famer be traded off an MVP season? It doesn't and that's happen. never, it's never it happened. Happen. It's yeah. never happened. Right. I'm trying to like no, an it active, a reigning MVP never released or never traded. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's ever happened. And uh, you obviously are adding risk, um, giving up draft capital or anything to bring on Rogers. But it's again, it's a different kind of risk because there was some talk Peyton Manning would never be the same. And you paid him all that guaranteed cash to come in here. His arm was going to fall off, you know, like, oh, he's his neck is fused together. Like, remember, remember that first hit we were all waiting for with Broncos country when when Peyton was here. Right. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And Mohammed Mohammed Badri again. What's up, Mo? Really appreciate you. Uh, Two dollar super. He's saying, what's up, y'all? <laughs> King of the super stickers. Y'all are cool. Y'all are cool. He's rocking it. Mo is always rocking it. Appreciate your positivity and uh, your loyalty. 
And I hope you and your family are doing well. Enjoy this summer season. Let's get after it, folks. I want to know, what would you give up to get Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Do you expect Aaron Rodgers to opt out of the season? I think Nick and I can probably say, no, we don't expect the opt out because I think Aaron Rodgers wants to play. He's just trying to force his way out. And I think next week will come and go. Maybe Deshaun Watson, probably not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, We got R. Powell coming in over on YouTube. And uh, guys, like we've said before, if you can't uh, contribute like Muhammad has been today, um, you know, you're not in the uh, the position to do something like that's totally fine. Go to YouTube, like, subscribe and share. That helps us a heck of a lot without giving up uh, any of your hard earned cash. Although we do appreciate the scoopers when they do come in and we'll definitely get to you if you do uh, get them in. Uh, R. Powell, though. With Rodgers will be like the offense in 2013 and the defense will be like 2015. Mm. What an extreme dangerous team. I mean, you're talking about the greatest, most prolific offense of all time and one of the top defenses ever. Um, the best defense ever. The yeah. best defense. Yeah, I said that, Bears fans. Yeah. I said it. And it's not because I'm a millennial. I get it. We get a bad rap. But you know what? Whatever is whatever. That defense and the, the amount of points that they scored, I've never seen. The world has never seen anything like it, Nick. It was crazy. It's weird to think that that was only, what, five, six years ago? It feels like a lifetime ago. It, I mean, we're approaching 10 years. It's 2021, and that was 20. No, well, you're, that's 2013. So eight years ago. Good. But uh, man, time flies. God, right? That's in the world of suck, man. That's the, disgusting. Uh, that, oh, Emmanuel. Gosh dang, Emmanuel yeah. with that drop. Living in a world of suck. <sighs> Dave Glassman coming in the house. Uh, two, two firsts in Bridgewater. No more. I think it's going to cost a lot more for the reigning MVP, Dave. I appreciate that take. Uh, yep. It's just. It's going to get rich, and our pal coming in again. Here you go. A potential trade scenario. Broncos would be giving up their 2022 first and second, 2023 first, and Teddy. Again, I think it's going to take more. It's going to take multiple picks like Nick suggested. Folks, when Nick says three first-rounders, I don't think he's just exaggerating. You're seeing trades happen and and a reigning MVP. It's never happened before. What kind of money do you think Aaron Rodgers wants after he gets to his destination? Teams are going to have to roll out the bank. And if teams are going to pay a man that much cash, you're damn right. They're going to go ahead and pay draft capital as well. So if you don't think that the price for Aaron Rodgers is multiple players and three first round draft picks, you're absolutely crazy. But if he opts out, like how does that change the value, right? Like if he well, sits he out just, this season, it's going to fall. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. If he opts out, then you move ahead with Drew and Teddy. Um, I don't know Deshaun. I don't think they're going to touch. He's probably going to opt out. So you move ahead, and uh, I guess, yay, quarterback competition. We get to overreact and underreact every single day in training camp. Something that I am ready to puke about already. I am Purple Drank coming in the house. Uh, Let's leave that up, John. Thank you. Two firsts and a second for Aaron with the arsenal we have. Uh, we would be back to the Super Bowl next year. Our offense is stacked and our defense is about to torture quarterbacks. Oh, Nick, he's got a, a really good point, man. I mean, you're going to have to give up. You're going to have to give something up and you're still going to have a decent team, lots of weapons, but dang, depth, man. It's all about depth, as you know, Nick. Players don't make it through unless you're Lloyd Cushenberry, his rookie year. <laughs> uh, all, what, 17 games now? So Man, rookie training camp, uh, regular OTA, practice, lifting uh, weights, conditioning. I mean, season. yeah, yeah, absolutely everything. So it's going to be tough. Clinton in the house saying Aaron Rodgers would make us a Super Bowl run. Completely agree with that, Clinton. Absolutely, he's the reigning MVP for a reason. And Charlie Beagle saying I would still not be surprised to see Rodgers move on from football entirely. Charlie, I like that take um, because Aaron. He's stubborn, right? He's a he's a complicated fella, as as yeah. right. That's what they say, complicated fella. So I don't know, man. I I would hate to see that, Nick. That would really really suck because his rights would still be to the Green Bay Packers, much like when Jake Plummer was traded to the Tampa Bay Bucks. He decided to retire. Um, if he did decide to come back in whatever window, and there were some whispers for a little while, his rights would be exclusively to that team. Did the Broncos get the pick for that trade? I thought that the trade fell through because he did retire, so the Broncos still would have had his rights. 
I was pretty sure I could be wrong. I was pretty yeah, sure I thought Tampa... they didn't get that pick. I was like, damn, I wish we could have gotten that third or whatever it was. Yeah. Was it a third? Wow. I thought maybe pretty... I mean the quarterback value, man. Broncos it's... country, let us know because we got yeah. historians on the line right now. They'll let us know. And uh speaking of letting us know, man, here we go. A super. I love it. Najal Toff in the house, a 1999 Super. What a generous Super. Appreciate you so much. so much. Nick, he says, hey, brothers, Rodgers brings instant respect in every team the Broncos play will have some measure of doubt playing them. Currently, it's the exact opposite. Every team the Broncos play, I believe, comes in thinking that's a win. Naj is spitting fire, absolute fire. I love it. Naj is telling the truth. And you know what, Nick? Sometimes the truth hurts. And it hurts right now, Broncos country. We're hurting. We're living in that world of suck. And if you're an opposing team, like we all do, right, and we schedule win-loss, win-loss on the re- on the schedule release, you see the Denver Broncos, are you going to really put a loss on that? No. You're definitely looking at that team as another rung in the ladder. And I think Naj has a, a awesome perspective of reality here. Yeah, I mean, the you have to have a pretty darn special defense to overcome mediocre or lesser quarterback play. Um, and thanks, yeah, Nas, nah, shout out to you. The 1999 Super is very helpful. Um, but yeah, teams teams don't respect the Broncos, right? Like, there's a lot of teams like hoping that they were going to not bring in a new quarterback, especially in the AFC West, because they don't respect Drew Locke. Um, and I know that a lot of people in Broncos country are very high on him. That is not the general consensus um, from the league at large. Uh, he could prove them wrong or he could prove them right. You know, we're fixing to find out. Um, but uh, Jay saying I'm 90% sure the Broncos still got the draft pick from Tampa for Plummer. So uh, I'll have to look that up after the show's over. I don't want to do that during the, they the got one over. Here. They got one over on who would that have been? Would Chucky have been there still? I, I have like, no idea. I, Cause I don't even remember Tampa Bay. I mean, they just went through the ring of fire there with coaches for a little while and it was absolutely crazy. But speaking of crazy, a crazy, Huge supporter. Appreciate you so much, Dale Hendrick, a $3 super. Thank you for joining MHI. Your support means the world. We'll turn some heads this year without Rodgers. Dale bringing up uh, the actual perspective of, look, the Broncos have to deal with what's in front of them right now. Players have talked about that ad nauseum because it's what they have to do, unless you're Kareem Jackson uh, talking to Deshaun Watson and trying to get him to come to Denver and all that craziness. But Nick Dale's bringing up a really, really good point. Something that um, we're dealing with and we're going to deal with here in training camp, the Denver Broncos, their quarterback battle, stellar defense, more depth. Sure. They've got a few positions of weaknesses, but the Broncos are going to be on the up and up per our last podcast where you've got one Daniel Jeremiah, saying they're going to be on the up and up. Nick, do you subscribe to that theory as well? Man, are the Broncos going to, they have to be, right? Like this defense is going to be extremely talented this year. They have had really pretty good drafts the last few seasons. And for as critical as we are of the quarterback position, it would be hard to imagine them the position being worse this year than last year. Um, so you just would assume they'd bounce back. Also injury bad luck last year, uh, third year of this Vic Fangio defense. Um, they've really... Uh, put Fangio in a position to succeed as well um, with how they've addressed the secondary getting Von Miller back well, another alpha pass rusher. So this team is on the rise. It's just, it's always, and it's almost frustrating to talk about it this way. It is frustrating to talk about it at this point. They'll go as far as the quarterback, right? And that's that's going to be the capstone. At some point, your team, somebody's going to fall. You're going to have to, be, your depth is going to be stretched and the game is going to be on the quarterback. The ball is going to be in their high hands. And is that quarterback good enough to drag that team uh, over the hurdle that they have to get to. And that's football right now, right? That's just how the game has evolved. Unless you have an all-time defense, which emphasis on the word all-time, right? It's easier to find a Hall of Fame quarterback than it is to field an all-time defense. Um, so just that's just where football is. Mm, man, I want both. I want both, yeah, yeah. man. I, yeah. You know, I'd be happy with competent either. Uh, but it, it's going to be tough, absolutely tough to figure it out. Nick, here's, here's a little bit more... A question, a bizarre question I want to ask you and I want to ask Broncos country. Have you ever heard the term canary in the coal mine? I have. I do not know what it means. Okay. So so one of my guys, right, Cecil Lammy, and was talking on the air, and I had never heard that term. And he was talking about the canary in the coal mine in reference to one Devontae Adams, wide receiver, good friend of Aaron Rodgers, his favorite, well, and only target, really, if we're being honest. I know, yeah, Lazar, Bob Tanyan, yeah, Bob, that's right. Not Robert, Bob. Me and Bob are tight. Um, it's, it's one of those things, man, where he was saying, you know, could Devonte Adams be, 
the canary in the coal mine. And what that reference had meant was back in the day, coal miners would actually bring in canary birds. The canary birds would stay alive until the point that they reached carbon monoxide poisoning levels. At that point, that would be the sure sign, I suppose, for miners to uh, get out and seek treatment or, you know, seek clean air. And I'm something I'd never heard of, right? The, the canary in the coal mine, kind of a bizarre thing. But Nick, I digress. Devontae Adams, how does Devontae Adams react? There's rumors out there that the Packers want to get a new deal done as he will be a free agent after this season. Do you think a Devontae Adams not signing a contract or signing his contract could indicate a move from Aaron Rodgers? If he signs a contract, it really depends like how much he gets paid to. Right? Like if he gets a massive deal, then Aaron Rodgers or not, I'm taking that money. Right. Like we saw it with Demarius Thomas, where he just had an injury and he's out of the league now. Right. Like I don't think he's on a team. So I wouldn't have any issue with him taking that money. Um, but uh I do think that it is somewhat of a canary in the coal mine. Um and it's safe if the canary is still alive, right? Yeah, that's a good call, KB eighty two. And once you said it about like in the old isn't that weird who yeah. brings a bird and even my wife right my wife just grew up here in the middle of denver you know and she's that's right i'm calling you out right now honey um she's she's like yeah i've heard of that canary in the coal mine it's a warning sign i'm like how do you know that not none of her family members are minors there's no history or anything she's like that red. but uh, yeah i guess man I, she's just Keeping me on my toes, man. That's what she does. But the canary in the coal mine, Devontae Adams, it could be weird. And we're trying to read whatever tea leaves are there with Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. We're reading into the Nick. Oh, my God. He's resigned his country club renewal. He's coming back to Green Bay. No, I think, you know, when you're Aaron Rodgers, pennies on the dollar, folks. Pennies on the dollar. And uh, Tad Benson in the, in the house. Luke, I got I my that. eye on Tad. you. You got to You got it. Yep. Millennials. I hear you, man. Millennials. We're, we're tough. We're absolutely tough. And you know what? On MHI though, we're the best roughing the passer in the house. Robert Caslow. Good to see you, man. What's up, Bronco Maniacs? How you doing, Robert? Hope you're having a great start to your summer slide and glide bros with a $5 super Nick saying, what's up guys. I really believe that drew lock can easily be the guy hashtag. Let them hate. Hashtag go Drew Locke. Slide and glide, bros. I am sure you are a good fan of our friends. Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman at Huddle Up Pod. Uh, one of our good, good pods. Nick is also part of Building the Broncos. We also have the Dove Valley Deep Divers as more content continues to flow at milehighhuddle.com. But I like it, slide and glide, because that's best case for the Denver Broncos. Nick, what say you? Drew Locke, can he easily be the guy? I know I like Teddy. We've talked about... Teddy ceiling. We've talked about, you know, ceilings, floors, and everything in between. But can he easily be the guy? If that was the case, I don't think Teddy would be here. What say you? I mean, I don't think it's easy for anybody to be the guy, right? Like, that's, I wouldn't put that. It's not easy for Trevor Lawrence to be the guy. Um, and he's the first <laughs> overall pick and one of the best draft picks ever. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Kenneth. Sorry to let you down, bud. Um, but uh, I think that is, I would not say easily. Could he be the guy? Yes. But I'm also not here to, uh, telling you things are not going to happen. Also, I don't speak in absolutes because you're not seen a Sith them. Lord. I, yeah, I'm. They say that uh, it's not going to be 100 <laughs> degrees in Seattle, right? It's only been three three days of recorded 100 degrees in Seattle in its recorded history, and we're about to have three days back to back to back. And so, like, don't speak in absolutes because they'll make you look like a fool. Anything can happen, and that's what makes football great too, right? We got to see how it's going to play out. Things can be improbable. Things can be unlikely, but easily going to happen. I, I mean, I wouldn't do that. That's it. That's just the scientist in me too. Like somebody like saying like, oh, prove is gravity like prove gravity? Like, well, it's a theory. Like, what does that even mean? You know, it's like, well, it's still a theory. Like, we don't know everything. We have a pretty good idea, but you know, like prove it. That, that's not how it Take works. Your favorite thing ever that's made of glass or ceramics and just drop it. And there's the proof of gravity. Um, yeah, no, I absolutely agree, man. There's the, there's the scientist in me, former bio major. Hey, give me my, give hey. me my credit. Uh, but here's the thing, man. John Clayton is also pointing out with next Friday being the deadline for that opt out. Uh, what would the green Bay Packers be looking like without him? 
Obviously, Ooh. they would not be going to the playoffs. He suggests that they could be a six or seven win team at best. And it could also cost the Packers wide receiver, Devontae Adams, who will be that free agent, as you mentioned, next year. Uh, Devontae Adams is a huge loyalist to Rodgers, so he would probably prefer to leave and not stay in Green Bay. Plus, without Rodgers, the Packers would have to go into a rebuilding mode. A couple weeks ago, it was, in fact, Peter King who had suggested that the Packers could promise they would trade Aaron at the end of the season. Another theory, man. There's so many theories as to and options, really, for how yeah. this can go. Time will tell. Nick, we said, what, as soon as June hit, that's when he would be here first. He was going to get drafted during the draft, right? That night we all said, oh, it's going to happen. My boy Stink saying it's going to happen. Ah, everything else, every everything else in between. And, you know, here we are. We're still wondering if it's going to happen. John Clayton saying, obviously, the opt-out's going to come and go next week. But the possibilities to get Aaron Rodgers, they seem endless, Nick. They really do. There's a new something coming out of air every day. Yeah, no, we'll see what happens. We got Dan coming in here. Can a player still be traded the same season he opts out? I do not believe so, but if he were, um, so everybody's saying no. Okay, I was going to say if he were, um, that means that his rights were traded and he probably couldn't play until 2022 then because um, he still opted out for that season. I don't know if it's like like when a player gets injured, I don't think they can be traded. So I think it's kind of like that where they're on an injured reserve list. Well, and I even asked John Bawana before we started this, I was like, okay, let's say Aaron opts out or whoever, Deshaun opts out, um, all BS aside, can you trade for him? Is there any way to like shake out of that opt-out? And he's like, no, absolutely not. That was the designation. You got to ride it out. So good questions coming in. And of course, John on the ones and twos, he's all over it. Someone else who's all over it, Dale Hendricks. Appreciate your support. Your $3 super chat means the world to us. Thank you, sir. Being the underdog has its advantages, and I like it because, Nick, when the Denver Broncos were an underdog in almost, I don't know how many games, so many of their games because the offense was awful in 2015, that Super Bowl run, the defense really used that bulletin board material mentality where they would take what journalists and analysts and reporters were saying about them, throw it on the good old board in the locker room, and they really bought into that as a defense. I think that's what Dale's pointing out here, that underdog mentality. When you hear Denver Broncos and underdog, do you think that that term is something they deserve or do you think it's something they can rise above or both? Um, they've earned it so far. I mean, five years of not making the playoffs, the, the worst drought ever for a team coming off a Super Bowl victory, the second longest drought in the AFC right now. Mm. They've earned being an underdog. It sucks, but that's it. And especially when you are in a division with three top 10, 12 quarterbacks. Uh, also, you you got a tough field to, to till there. Um, so they've earned it. Is that a good thing? Sometimes it is. It means your expectations are high. And that way, if you get like a win, like for my, my Iowa Hawkeyes, right? Like they, in 2017, they beat the absolute breaks off of Ohio state. Nobody saw that coming. I think it was like 55 to 24 underdog, man, that I'll never forget that game. I'll still be riding high Ohio state. I'll like, look at all this hardware we got. doesn't matter. 55 to 24. We beat your butt. Um, so I'll ride that high as the, as the underdog there, but for the NFL, especially where it's supposedly more of an even playing field, um, I'm getting tired of it a little bit. You know, it was, it was fun being the head dog for a while. And then, you know, oh, okay, people are sleeping on us again, blah, blah, blah. But I'm tired of them being right. And uh, I like to be the big dog again. I'd like to be the, the feared one. And it's really annoying now that the, the face of the NFL is in the division as well with the Kansas City Chiefs. We've almost had a roll flop of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Where like Kansas City for years, you know, bringing in quarterbacks left and right, they couldn't draft one. Had some good years and made the playoffs, not really, and just kind of, you know, good fans, loyal franchise, blah, 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 good city. But, you know, John always in that other division. They're an afterthought. We've kind of, mm. unfortunately, we've kind of had a flip. It's been tough, and it's disgusting, because Chiefs Kingdom, y'all gross me out. Mike S, I see you. I love the show. I love the Alabama Crimson Tide picture you got there, and obviously the Broncos collecting Alabama Crimson Tide players. Absolutely love it. Higher learnings in the house. Nick, I wonder, is George Kittle, was if George Kittle was getting annoyed with Travis Kelsey yelling when he was trying to give his speech at tight end? I did not see this. John is laughing in the background, it looks like. Uh, did you get a chance of watching tight end? You you thus far is that Tim Tebow was not invited. <laughs> um, I don't know if it uh, 
if it annoyed him. I mean, George Kittle's a big wrestling guy. He was okay with the hyping up. Um, I don't think it bothered him uh, one bit, especially because him and Kelsey like kind of worked together to get this going. So um, maybe if it was like incessant for like multiple days where he was like talking over you, that would get to you. But uh, I don't think it bothered him that much. Um, we got Jewel the Fool coming here over on YouTube. Um, saying, how much name. does the Roger talk? Yeah, it's a fun name, fun picture there too. Um, how much does the Rogers talk affect our offensive players who aren't the quarterback? Can we really go anywhere with Walker Teddy after many of our players expected an upgrade? Um, I would hope the players are in the same situation that we are. Obviously, we're talking a lot about it today because it's a, a we're in between OTAs and training camp and like uh, preseason. So like we're going to take every bite we can. You know, we're starving fish right now. We'll talk lion sinker. Um, but uh, for the players themselves, I hope they have the same mentality that I have where it's like, you know, if it happens, that's great. But we need to prepare like he's not here because he's not here right now. So we're going to have to make do with what we have. And if it changes, we'll uh, we'll adjust at that point. Players are good. They're on vacation. Bawana's reminding Staying us. I'm just, Nick, Hopefully. thank you. I was just going to say, dude, don't make me start checking the stations and everything like the journalists do in this town. No, I'm not a journalist. I don't want to do that. But gosh dang it, Nick, it's been a bad record for the Broncos. So something we got to watch out for. And uh, EJ in the house. I like this one. I'm going to pull this out right here. Imagine if Elway drafted Kittle instead of Butt. Now, hey, did Jake Butt go to the Chicago Bears? Is that what I saw? Yes. Yep. Oh, EJ, you're killing us. How dare you? How yep. dare you bring John into this? John is on a boat chilling somewhere. He did, we do not need to talk about John this way, but I absolutely love it, EJ. You're right, man. You're right. Those draft misses. They hurt. And like Nick is suggesting, too, if you're going to give up some of those first round draft picks, some of that draft capital, that's going to hurt, too, because that's worse than a miss. You didn't even get an opportunity. So something that the Broncos are aware of and something that uh, I don't know if you're in Broncos country, you're obviously monitoring it. And Bob Skinner, how are you, man? It's good to see you in the house. I want to pull his comment as well. Suckers, Charlie Beagle. Absolutely love it. We can't be suckers anymore, man. Can't be suckers anymore. We got to figure it out here in Broncos country. Bob Skinner, it hasn't been just one player. The whole team has sucked. Yeah, it's been tough, man. That that world of suck applies to a lot. And when we start talking about change of culture, that's what George Payton was ultimately brought here to do. Yeah. No, I mean... John Elway laid a good foundation for him. Um, obviously, his legacy will be those Super Bowls uh, that the Broncos went to and winning a Super Bowl with Peyton, getting Peyton in here. Um, but also, unfortunately, not finding that quarterback. And it just goes to show how valuable it is. You know, we don't want to harp on it. It's beating a dead horse literally at this point. Um, but uh, we have Mac85City coming in with a $5 Super over on YouTube. We thank you so much, Mac. Um, he says, at dinner with the family, but I will watch later. I'm going to hold you to that, Mac. I'm going to send you a study guide. Um, I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to ask you about the canary <laughs> in the coal mine. What does it mean? Um, Ooh, so, I love uh, <laughs> it. We should get, maybe we should, you know, like, I know it wasn't our conversation. I'm kind of piggybacking off of another show, but like never heard of the canary in the coal mine. I know everybody, Chad likes making shirts. Maybe we need a, chimer- a canary somewhere on this MHI shirt. I don't know. Canary in the coal mine. We need to read those tea leaves. But Nick, I wanted to ask you this, man, right now with the Broncos looking at training camp with the quarterbacks, with what we've got, not going to hold you to it. Where do you predict the Broncos in terms of a record overall record for the 2021 season right now? 500. Um, so I know it's a 17 game schedule, but I haven't had eight and nine, nine and Me eight. Too. Eight and um, nine. I, I don't. Yeah, maybe nine and eight. I'm eight and nine, too. So hold us to that Broncos country, like because now if we're coasting Patico on that, man, I feel like maybe we could support each other in that foxhole. And if we're wrong, then we go down together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I like to I like to kind of grade that out differently, as do you. I know that through working in, with you Um, kind of give that grade of where you think they're going to fall pre training camp post-training camp, injuries aside, preseason, regular season. That Really at the regular season, that first week is where we like to try to give our final predictions on milehighhuddle.com. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, again, a lot of it, this is a good roster, but both quarterbacks the past few years have been somewhat underwhelming. So that means that you're going to be limited. And that probably means that if they get to 500, that's honestly a testament to the rest of the team. Um, KB 82 coming in here saying who gets a bigger contract Adams or Sutton. Uh, this depends on great what question. happens. 
going forward. Right now, it has to be Devonta Adams, given his uh, his play, but and also Sutton coming off an injury. But like, let's say Aaron Rodgers comes in here and Sutton kills it, cha-ching, right? Like, and it, it's also the thing where players, not always the best guy who gets paid, it's who's next, right? It's every single time, it's a one-up. So uh, let's say Adams gets paid this offseason and then Rodgers comes to Denver and uh, Sutton kills it next year. Even though Adams has a better track record, maybe the better wide receiver, maybe uh, Sutton probably gets paid bigger. That's just that's just kind of how the ball rolls. Like Kirk Cousins wasn't the best quarterback in the NFL, but he got paid the most because it was his time to get paid. And somebody's going to pay you if you play one of those prime positions. KB, great question. Who gets a bigger contract? And then I like to sometimes do the worst thing ever and ask a que- answer a question with a question, Nick. So it'll be like I'm also thinking who gets the contract first. Now, initially, you want to say Devontae Adams. Could the Packers franchise tag Devontae Adams? Yes. Um, you know, so that's a potential option there. Cortland Sutton, are the Broncos going to commit to him? They've got other players coming up, you know, with Dalton Reisner, Noah Fant. Uh, you've got a Bradley lot of Chubb. guys, Bradley Chubb. He's at the very top of the list. You've got a lot of guys playing on these rookie contracts. And uh, it's time to come down to some really difficult decisions for George Payton. And we will have to see how it goes. And here comes U.S. Dave or us Dave in the house. Dang it. Uh-oh. Hang on real quick. It just went down. Could you pull us, Dave? No, we got to get to Poppy here real quick with a $50. All right, us, Dave, us, Dave. We'll be right back, buddy. Hang yeah. sit tight. Poppy's here. Poppy stayed stopped by to say hello. Um, Poppy with the $49.99 super fl- flash and purple here over on YouTube saying, hi, you guys are rock stars. See you all later. Well, Poppy, thank you so much for coming in and uh, really helping the show here. Um, that's, man, what a heck of a help. Um, you're Thanks, awesome. Poppy. Gosh. Yeah, Bobby's actually going on vacation soon. I was rapping with Ooh. her the other day. Yeah, I told her, you work so hard. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Work hard, yeah. play hard. Bobby's always working. We appreciate all your support. Thank you so much, buddy, and hope you're doing well. Hope the family's doing well. Many thoughts and prayers to your mom as well. Um, us, Dave, can you pull that for me real quick before we get? U.S. Dave, he says. U.S. Dave, I see you. I see you. Get me your take, U.S. Dave, because I saw that. I lost it, and away we roll. Uh, Bawana Beast always saying it's great to see pictures of our fan base, and I absolutely agree with us, guys. Get at Mile High Huddle. Tweet us a picture of yourself in some Broncos gear from the huddle at podstore.com. Higher Learning's in the house, too, as well, saying, if Bradley Chubb plays average this year, I'd much rather keep Sutton than Chubb completely agree with that and Bawana, thank you so much for rolling back that chat he found it from us dave uh us dave if we had drafted brady we would probably be cheaters and something i had to throw down there because anytime we can throw a little shade at the patriots that's worth searching for nick it's worth it because brady brady's a beast down there in tampa bay man absolute absolute beast you can't bet against the guy you really can't yeah, unless it comes to some of his science takes, then I'm betting against him every time. Uh, I haven't Don heard Heaton, him. Come, have, oh, haven't man. heard him, but against the avocado ice cream, I'm not eating that either. So there you go. Oh, I'd eat avocado ice cream. I'm, you're not a true millennial. Uh, Don, you come in here. <laughs> At God. what point does Denver start losing out on resigning players uh, because we can't get our quarterback situation settled? Odds on Sutton just saying peace next year. Um, I mean, it's it's more so like if the Broncos offer him a good contract, he'll probably be retained. Even he wouldn't say just peace. But um, the quarterback situations means that you're not getting any sort of discount. You're paying sticker price, like you know, it's it's premium dollar. You're not gonna oh, I'll shave you know five percent off my deal because I want to stay here. This is a good situation. I got a good quarterback throwing me the ball. Good things are happening in Denver. You're not getting that, and that's that's when good teams can really get the ball going, right? You're getting guys under value, retaining them, and then you can bring in like a small move. It's kind of like when the Broncos. Uh, signing Demarius Thomas, all these guys, and they can they have a little bit ca- a little bit of cash to spare, bringing in Evan Mathis, and that might have made all the difference for that Super Bowl run. Um, so I don't know Did if you, you would just say peace, but uh, you're just not gonna you're definitely not gonna get a bargain. Great question. Could you imagine Cortland Sutton going to another team? I mean, that makes me sick thinking about that. It really does. Not to say that I love Cortland, but I see what Cortland can bring to the game. I, I see what he brings to this team. And God forbid he go to, you know, Seattle. I know they have money problems and stuff, but Russ Wilson needs help. San Francisco, that would be nauseating, right? And that Shanahan offense. Yeah. I would just hate to see him go, but they're going to have to make a decision, man. Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton. That line is definitely there. We know who the tight end is. It's no fan. No question about it. You know who most your offensive line are. You don't know who your quarterback is. You know who your defense is. You've got a host of receivers. It's absolutely crazy. And speaking of crazy, 
uh, TD Randall in the house. Hey, man, good to see you. Appreciate you so much joining MHI. Uh, just showing some love, guys. Keep up the great work, fellas. Hashtag mile high five. Appreciate you, Mr. Randall, so much. It's great to see you. I hope you're having a great summer, and thank you for joining us, and thank you so much for your support, man. It means the world to Nick and I. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you so much, TD Randall. We appreciate you. Um, guys, I think that's probably going to have to do it for us today. We're cutting a little bit short, but uh, I am melting. We just hit 100 degrees here in Seattle, and uh, I'm in a room with no AC, and uh, I'm starting to uh, sink in my chair. So, uh, man. He smells like uh, a billy goat, folks. He's a big, uh, dumb animal, isn't he, folks? I'm always, I just watched Tommy Boy, dude. I love that movie. So, anytime I can quote it, even if it doesn't apply, I have to apply it. So, yeah, Nick's getting all grouchy, sitting here all grouchy. So, we're going to, we're going to let him get out. So, you know, folks, not only was he running late last week, but here we go. He's trying to leave the show early this week. But no, we digress, man. It's been, it's, it's tough, right? It's tough when you're dealing with the elements. It's tough when you're dealing with this crazy life in 2021 but it's not tough dealing with y'all in broncos country it's a blessing you guys have blessed us so much to allow us to do what we want to do and that's covered yeah. the denver broncos we write articles we have our an- analytics we go over film we scout we cover the nfl draft 365 coverage nick it's non-stop at milehighhuddle.com and higher learnings coming in saying thanks luke nick john and dylan have a great Weekend Broncos country. Absolutely hope all you dads had a great Father's Day last weekend as well. Dylan Von Arks, man, he's one of our biggest supporters and friends. Great conversation as always, guys. Make sure y'all hit that little like button on the way out because you know what? A little bit goes a long way. And that's so true, man. Just like Bob Marley used to say, man, we, we got to love each other, embrace each other. And that's what we do here in Broncos country. We hate the Raiders. We hate the Chiefs and we hate the Chargers. But we love each other, Nick, in Broncos country. And I absolutely love rocking with you guys on MHI on Saturday nights. Yeah, guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, please. Let me take the last comment real quick. Uh, Charlie. Charlie oh, Beagle real quick, too, because I was wondering the same thing. So I got to I got to interrupt you and keep you sweating here for another minute. Well, why can't you just turn on the AC? They don't exist in Seattle. Um, typically, the weather the weather is um, the high this time of year average is 77. Um, so I would say 80 percent of houses in Seattle do not have uh, air conditioning because it doesn't mm. get that hot. There's like one day a year, two days a year where you'd need it historically. Um, so uh crazy just just a different different they're like they're like people are like what's an ac they're in seattle it's absolutely crazy kind of like here in june where i look like an idiot wearing my hoodie in the mile high city because of that weather but no you're you're absolutely right man find nick at nick kendall mhh guys he is so busy working hard covering the broncos country be sure to give him a dm tweet him and he will get at you i'm at luke patterson lp buona beast you know him you love him be sure to get at him at mile high huddle uh, milehighhuddle.com is where you can find our written contents our videos we've always got something brewing over there you got the huddle up podcast boys coming at you tomorrow be sure to subscribe like and share and be sure to listen download and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast to the mile high insiders the Dove Valley Deep Divers, Building the Broncos, and we got the Air Horn. And uh, let's <laughs> Dehan with a $5 starting Nick's AC fund. I absolutely uh, love my it. God. Nick, I tell you what, man, we got we to gotta set a benchmark, dude. I want you to go out, uh, find the AC that you want, and we got to get you that AC because, dude, there ain't no way you should not be comfortable in your own house. I love it so much. Guys, we will be back uh, next Saturday, I believe, at 6 p.m. Uh, let him sweat, says Charlie Beagle. Now nah, we're going to roll out of here. Y'all have been so busy. Uh, we want to sure, make sure you guys are spending time with your family, your friends. And as always, be good Broncos country. Go Broncos. Go Broncos.